Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Big 12 football and beyond, and can TCU keep it going? They're heading to Waco this week, and another challenge for the Horn Frogs, who've passed every challenge thus far this year. We've got a look at that game and tell you some uh, interesting race still for who's going to play TCU in the championship game. So going to be Kansas State. They go to Morgantown this week. Texas still an outside shot. They go to Kansas. We know they've struggled there. Texas Tech is at Iowa State. Uh, Oklahoma State's at Oklahoma. So let's get into it and kind of break down these few games that we have. What a focus at the top on the TCU and the Baylor Bears. Um, number four team in the in the nation, according to the college football playoff rankings. They have done everything they've needed to do. It was a touchdown underdog on the road against Kansas, and the defense rose up and um, handled business. The defense rose up against B. John Robinson in the 17-10 win. They're supposed to have problems in various fights. They've been just a little bit better. They've started off slow, come back and won games. They played pretty well from the start against Texas, took control of the game. It's one of the best teams in the country at limiting penalties. You know, that's a big part of being a good team. It's not just how many explosive plays you make or how good you look when things are going well, but how good they look when things are going poorly. Uh, It's turned it over uh, seven times, and the offensive versatility allows it to adjust and adapt to the game flow. Uh, They've done a very good job, but uh, it might be the biggest strength is that they're finding ways to come up and win. Look, they played good teams, and they've beaten good teams. Um, I have made the comparison to some degree to them in Tennessee. Now, Tennessee's played uh, a better team in Georgia, but they've got – pounded by Georgia. I think TCU would get pounded by Georgia. I don't know that maybe TCU would pull off the upset over Alabama like uh, Tennessee did. Um, I think it's debatable. I think it's something that is worth discussing. But I will say this, the although they've not, they're unbeaten, not having played a team like Georgia that Tennessee has, in some ways, this team's a little bit more versatile. It's a little bit more eclectic and how they can run the football effectively, throw it effectively, but defensively come up with some situational stops. Look, I think they're a really good team. Um, looks like I think Tennessee's a really good team. It's an interesting conversation between two teams that look good. Who's better? I will say this. TCU runs the table, and they're going to be in the playoffs. Baylor is a threat, potentially. Um Baylor's got to run the ball well to win. They're not a threat over a course of a season. They've been too inconsistent. But they're 5-0 when running for over 170 yards. 230 or more in each of those. They're 1-4 when they don't. TCU has yet to allow more than 200 yards on the ground and gave up just 170 just three times. So can Baylor get it done this week? It would hurt the Big 12, but it would help the teams that are in competition for that last playoff spot with TCU. The Baylor defense is the second best in the Big 12. Oh, they're going to get tested this week. The The TCU offense is really that good. Uh, it's the best in the league, and it's yet to face the, um, the by far best defense in the league, Iowa State. Now it gets the, um, to, to get a chance against this Bear defense. 
Texas was able to keep the Horn Frogs under wraps last week for the most part. They held the running game to a season-low 3.6 yards a carry and allowed just 124 passing yards. Baylor's defense has the ability to take the ball away in stretches. It came up with eight takeaways in two games before that uh, stunning 31-3 loss to Kansas State last week. They need to control the clock. TC was able to get by Texas last week in a fight by dominating the time of possession. It's likely going to lose the time of possession battle against Baylor. Baylor might hold on to the ball uh, for 32, 35 minutes. If it can do that and come up with a few takeaways, they've got a shot. TCU's, again, strength is their flexibility, their ability to adjust in these situations. I think it's going to be a, a game in which TCU has to be in a close one, maybe play a little tight. Um, maybe Baylor's got a shot. I do think Baylor's going to come out strong because I think they've got to be embarrassed from last week's performance. But something tells me that TCU gets it done again. They've done it all year long. I expect them to do it. I think where traditionally you have to watch out is if they got to go up against Kansas State again in the conference championship game. That might be the real difficult hurdle, the most difficult hurdle to get over again. I think they get by this one, but don't be surprised if the old Baylor Bears jump up and make this a game. Kansas State is at West Virginia, and we know that West Virginia and Morgantown be a challenge. But this Kansas State team has, um, look, they're going to the Big 12 championship game if if they take care of business. Even with the two losses in the last four games, the 31-3 win over Baylor last week and the 48-0 stopping of Oklahoma State, means a win this week and a win over Kansas next week, they'll send the Wildcats to a title game. Or a win and a Texas loss to Kansas would be enough to get it done this week. The Wildcats are getting production out of both their quarterbacks. We know what Adrian Martinez has done this year. But have you seen what Will Howard has done? And what a terrific group they found the last three or four weeks. And the defense has been able to rise up in key moments and dominate. It's not Iowa State's defense, and it's been – Hasn't been consistent, but it's great at taking the ball away. Seven forced turnovers in the last three games. They allow fewer than 310 yards of total offense three of the last five games. Uh, The West Virginia run defense has been rocky. The offense is turning it over way too much. Uh, It's a different Mountaineer team at home. There is no question that they are. Um, That is certainly true. But can they muster this game here? If West Virginia can win the time of possession battle, grind it out, See, they are fighting for a bowl game. They've got four wins. They need to win their last two or else they're not going bowling. And it's likely toast for Neil Brown, the head coach. Uh, We'll see what they're going to be able to do. Kansas State doesn't turn it over. I think West Virginia is going to need a couple of turnovers here. It's going to be a back and forth fight. Both running games will be good. Uh, JT Daniels will be solid for the passing game. Um, I think Kansas State gets it done. Texas goes to Lawrence, Kansas. It, um, we know what other Kansas teams have done against this Texas program recently. They're both six and four. They almost look equal in terms of a team this year. I think Texas has got to hand it to B. John Robinson and they need to hand it over and over again. 
Um, he was just held at 29 yards and 12 carries last week against TCU. I thought he that was going to be the path for Texas if they were going to beat TCU. They couldn't get the ball enough to him, and he wasn't effective enough when they did, and that was a problem. Um, defense has been a tad rough against the run. They allowed 260 yards or more in three of the last four games. This is not um, a defense that's capable of slowing down the run, in my opinion, like TC was able to do. I don't know that Kansas can come up enough with enough third down stops, and they're not getting enough penetrating in the backfield to, to create enough third and long. So I think Kansas, on the flip side, got to win this game with the offense rolling. I mean, Jalen Daniels is going to have to uh, – he's questionable for this game, by the way, but they're going to have to have a big game from him. They're going to need a big game from Devin Neal. Um, they had big days against Oklahoma State, breakout performances, and they did a good job against Texas Tech. The Texas defense has been okay against the run. It's been getting hammered lately through the air. TCU lost the side. So we'll see if they can get it done. It might not be the wild, crazy game of last year. I think it was 57-56 or something like that. But I think there's a chance that this could be fun. Both teams are bowl eligible. That's great for Kansas. Texas, this is going to be negative, a big-time negative loss if they lose this game. They're just losing the game last year, losing the game previously. Texas needs a win. They got a little bit more balance, I think. Got B. John Robinson. They play this smart. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. If you win this game, I, I think this is a, a big one for Sark. No, there's no trouble there. But, look, you're still better than this Kansas team. If you're Texas, you got to find a way to get it done here. Texas Tech is at Iowa State. The Red Raiders might not be explosive in this, but they should be versatile enough. It hits helps to potentially have the quarterback situation settled. It's been a bumpy ride for Tyler Shaw. The um, often injured former Oregon Duck quarterback has the skills on the upside to be really effective for Tech. It uh, wasn't perfect in the win over Kansas, but he threw the ball effectively. They've got some upside there. They've got a trio of backs, and that's um, Sir Roderick Thompson, Todd Brooks, Cam Valdez. They've got some balance offense. Can you get it done, though, against this state? This is it's remarkable how good this defense of Iowa State is. You know, if they had a decent offense, this might be your your uh, the Big 12's best team. They're that good on defense. It's loaded um, in a, in against good offenses, and they're shutting people down week in and week out. Um, coming up, third down conversions on this group is tough. So staying on the field is tough. Um, they've got the right defense for this Texas Tech offense. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tech's going to have to find a way to win this one in a lower scoring game. <clears throat> but this Iowa State offense is is as bad as their defense is good. Turnovers have been dev- devastating. That's hurt them. 
I think that's the difference. Look, the three and one Iowa State is when they don't turn it over and multiple times, and then one and five when they do. Texas Tech is four and oh when it forces two or more turnovers. That's the formula. Tech may be in a close one here in a low scoring game, but again, more thoughts uh, on uh, coming up. Hey, is there a more um, recent, recent history? More just blah, um, bedlam matchup. We've got Oklahoma State in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's uh, 7-3 Oklahoma State, 5-5 five and five Oklahoma. Oklahoma State uh, on a slide. Oklahoma's been on a slide all year long. Um, Cowboys couldn't get anything done offensively against Kansas State and Kansas on the road. And two puzzling losses. And the struggles against Iowa State it's uh, and its defense were expected. However, the defense was able to step up with five takeaways. Oklahoma was able to avoid turnovers on the loss to West Virginia last week, but it's having problems hanging onto the ball with nine giveaways in the previous four games. The defense shouldn't be a problem. The offense needs to get the ground game going right away against a Sooner defense that's been pounded on for close to 500 yards over the past two weeks. This is, you know, clearly where Oklahoma State's better. Uh, the Oklahoma State's offense has crashed in recent weeks. Got to simplify it. Got to run the football. Uh, win over Iowa State was nice, but again, uh, it wasn't because the offense worked. Um, you know, Oklahoma's had the turnover problems, but Oklahoma State can't stop giving it away. Uh, you get the feeling that it's a better-looking Oklahoma State team, but turning the football over could cost them. This is kind of a, a season-make game. I mean, look, think about this. Oklahoma is trying to get bowl eligible here. Um, you know, Oklahoma needs turnovers here. The defense is pretty good at forcing mistakes that they're not good at stopping people. It's the first season under Brent Venables. And if you win this game in a rivalry matchup where you're, quote-unquote, on the superior program, uh, it, it will mean a lot because the alternative is to lose this game. And then they're really starting to question, is this job too big for you? You're a first-time head coach. Are you going to be able to turn this around? I mean, he's going to be back and have every chance to get this fixed and righted. But it's going to come with a lot of negativity on top of a lot of negativity this year if they don't win it. Oklahoma State's offense has got a whole lot of problems here. Look for this to be a close one. Look for this to be a really close one. In Norman, could Oklahoma pull the upset? I've got some thoughts on that along with a final score for you. So make sure that you check it out over at LandryFootball.com. Take care. Uh, take advantage of the football season sale where you can get all the breakdowns of all of these games as well as all the games in college football. Also subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our content on all of our football shows there. So we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we'll be back to uh, take a look at it, get you ready for rivalry week next week. Enjoy the games. And we'll talk to you next time, everybody.